Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio, Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to your Sunday night with Speed City. We are so excited to be here. We got lots to talk about. This is John Massengale. I'm sitting in the studio surrounded by my buddies Jonathan Green and Les Kaiser. How are you, gentlemen? All right. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, all right. Definitely all right this week. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We, uh, we we have our guest tonight. Very exciting. We have a member of the royal family. We have we do. Adam Andretti going to be joining us here momentarily. And he's a member of our family, too, because he's he commentating is. with us. Yeah, that's right. In fact, we'll lead right into that. We're going to talk a lot about MotoGP. We're, we've got a lot of Formula One, but we're going to talk some MotoGP tonight because MotoGP is coming to Coda awesome. in just a few days. And we'll be out there on the microphones. We'll be doing a little radio show. If you want to hear the race live, you can hear it. On here on 1370 AM in Austin. And uh, Jonathan and Kevin Schwantz and Adam Andretti are going to be mostly manning the microphones, less and I filling in as needed. You know, think about that. How many shows do you have two legendary names in it? Schwantz and Andretti. Not bad. Not, Not a bad, bad little gig. And you've uh, you've talked to motorcycles a time or two in your day, Mr. Green. Oh, crikey, yes. <laughs> Both MotoGP and World Superbikes for many a year. Yes, sir. You know, it's funny now. I'm lo- I'm looking at some of the the kids now that are the riding, you know, or, or or the team managers who were who you know who were starting out, you know. Yeah, they were kids when you were. <laughs> yeah, Fonzie Nieto now runs the team. I remember his career. You know, it's it's it's, it's kind of bizarre. It all goes full circle. Remy Gardner. I used to qual. I used to I used to commentate back in 1987 on his father's world championship. Oh God, that's Wayne Gardner. Oh, you're not <laughs> that say. old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're going to talk a lot of MotoGP, a lot of Formula One. We're going to talk. We're, we're going to talk about Vegas, and we're going to start with that. But we're also going to talk about the new F1 rules and some other F1 stories. So, kickbacks, grab yourself a cup of coffee or some other beverage and enjoy the show. Let's talk. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> yes, it's yeah, happening. So tonight, Why we before the show. I, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. <laughs> Before the show, we had a huge, lavish meal to celebrate our 10th anniversary. Massive. Huge. Thank uh, you for, for really, you know. <laughs> thank you, Thundercloud Subs. Thank you, Thundercloud Subs. <laughs> anyway, we, so we were, um, we were talking about the 10 years, and we talked, for most of the 10 years, if you've listened to us, we've talked, the most recurring theme has been what needs to be done to grow Formula One in the United States. Well, Somebody came along, I guess Sean Bratches came along and had an idea about Netflix and took care of all of that for us. We banged on about everything from 
drivers to circuits to teams and everything else. And lo and behold, Netflix did it for us. And now we have a third race in the United States. So we've got Coda and Miami this year and Vegas joining us in November. And that was a pretty cool live show they had, wasn't it? That yeah. was nice. That Very was good. great. And, you know, um, whether you like Vegas or you don't like Vegas, it's a huge step. Um, Who doesn't like Vegas? Well, but, you know, I mean, you may not be a gambler. I mean, I, I'm not a gambler at all, but I oh, absolutely love shows. Vegas. All right, all right. So <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, Vegas also is changing as a city. They want it to become, now they've got an NFL, NFL franchise, they want yep. it to become a sport destination. They did it with boxing. It was successful. But boxing's such a unique stroke, you know, sort of niche sport for, for those that love it. Uh, and it does have that sort of gambling aspect too, so that's great. But they haven't really attracted mainline sport. Now they've got NFL, now they've got Formula 1. All right. Somebody out there is going, Jonathan Green doesn't know what he's talking about. Formula no, 1 no, was no, already no, no there. No one would ever say that. Surely, <laughs> Les. I don't know who Shirley is, but I agree with her. <laughs> and I will say, yes, Shut back in the... Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. There you go. Early 1980s, yes, there was a Formula 1 race taking place in Las Vegas. There was two. Alan Jones won one and McKaylee Alboreto won the other. It was in the you don't know what lot. you're dealing with here, Liz. Come on, <laughs> it was now. in the parking lot of Caesar's Palace. I know, and Eddie Cheever, an American. Yeah, you know, we do autocrosses in parking lots in Texas. Eddie Cheever, an American, was on the podium. There you go. And did you know it was Mario Andretti's last race, 1982? That I did Ooh, not know. Huh? That is very interesting. In a Ferrari. He okay. came seventh. Okay, Shirley, you got to give him a little credit back. See, you know, you're going to say, man, you got to get up early. Stop All right, well, mess with me. Well, you've invoked the Andretti name, and we happen to have our guest on the line, so let's bring him onto the show. Let's do it. Go ahead. Adam, Andretti, are you there? Come in, Mr. Andretti. <laughs> Jonathan Green, my friend, how are you? I was ju- I'm very well. I was just talking about your uncle's first, your, his last race in Formula One was at Las Vegas. How about that? Yes, it was. Yeah, the Caesars Palace. That's there you go, Sue. What do you think? Uh, f- I mean, we're going to talk oh, MotoGP uh, with you, but what do you think of Vegas coming to Formula One coming to Vegas? Oh, it's it's long overdue, especially you know now that they do the you know they they do these street courses quite proper, and um, you know like what they're building in Miami, what we've seen in uh, in in Europe and and in the Middle East, they they've done just such a fantastic job, and in Asia as as a matter of fact. So uh, yeah, I think this is going to just be on par with that. Uh, you know, keeps keeps the United States on the global stage with Formula One, and um, adds a third date here and and. The United States, a fourth or fifth date, excuse me, overall in North America with Mexico and and uh, and Montreal. If, Mon- if they get Montreal back on, and uh, which I don't see any reason why they wouldn't this year, so uh, that's fantastic. Just so exciting for for all the Formula One fans and, and the growth of the sport here in North America, as we've seen. Hey, you know, Adam, we were. Uh, I was watching this conversation online. It says, really, now the United States has three races. They're going to dilute the audience. And, uh, you know, one of the best responses was geographically. Somebody had taking, taken the outline of the U.S. and they laid it over several different parts yeah. of Europe. Yeah. And in some places, there were like five races in that geographic span there. And so, uh, you know, I'm with you on that. I think it's going to be just fine having this many. We, we could probably throw in one more. Yeah, I mean, they used to do it no problem back in the in the seventies. I mean, you did. You had, uh, you know, you seventies and eighties. We knew, we know that. We've seen it with Long Beach, Phoenix, Vegas, uh, Watkins Glen. You know, all those were were on the schedule. So, um, yeah, we we've seen numerous dates here in Formula One. Formula One dates in the United States. It's worked. It's worked quite well. And 
Um, yeah, I think it, it is exciting. I, I'm I'm super excited as a Formula One fan, uh, as a passionate advocate for the sport. I'm, I'm super happy about it because that's that's an audience that you want to be in front of, uh, and you can't dilute that audience. It, it's it's way too big of an audience. Actually, I mean the as quick as these events are selling out and what the premium that they're getting for uh, just, to, just to get through the gate is, is a sign of the times that it's healthy. Adam, uh, by way of introduction, I want to just give everybody who may not be familiar with what you do for a real job, and that is you are a Trans Am driver. Uh, as all the Andretti's, you have to be a driver. It's like yeah. I, I, you can't join the Andretti family unless. I mean, I wonder what the wives must think. You know, they must have a go kart practice if, if you, <laughs> to get into the family. Um, but no, Adam, Adam is currently racing in TA2 and is vying for the championship, uh, and he's teamed up actually with the current champion, Rafa Matos. He's also unfortunate enough to work with me um, in Trans Am when he's not racing Trans Am because he does the other the other races and we oh, do a few no. historic... Oh, <laughs> That's me. Um, but Adam, um, by way of intro, how's your season going, first of all? But you're, um, then we're going to talk about your real passion, which, of course, is MotoGP. Well, if, if our results would be where we've been running, we'd be leading the championship right now. Unfortunately, you know, the reality is not that. Uh, we've... Uh, we've had a, had a crazy weird luck deal in, in Sebring where I took a piece of debris and, and to the differential cooler and that dumped our differential fluid everywhere, which I ran the rest of the race with, with no diff fluid in, in the, in the rear end gear. And, um, and it didn't break, but you know, unfortunately when you have, that's an easy pass for a competitor <laughs> is to come <laughs> over the radio <laughs> And, and, and to call in to the race control and say, uh, so-and-so cars dump a fluid and, yeah, and right. you know, and you come down pit road and you can't hide it. Right. It's all over the back of the car. So that cost us three laps. We went three laps down, came out the tail of the field. And I didn't know I was three laps down. I thought I was only one. So I drove back through the field and, um, that would have been an easy podium day for us in, in Peterson racing. And then the second right round two at Charlotte. It went to plan, you know. We had a we had a good qualifying in P three and and finished right there in P three and took home a car and and then at Road Atlanta we had a very good run going. We had a restart uh, in P three and was um, inside of of uh, Brent Cruz for P two and um, and just had an unfortunate situation where there wasn't enough racetrack for the amount of cars where it wanted to be and. What, hang and, on, what did, your, um, what did your chief mechanic describe it as? Because I want to know if the boys know this expression. <laughs> it's, it's called a pit maneuver. Sure. Now, oh, who, yeah. out there, who, who out there knows what a pit the cops, maneuver is? The cops use it. They okay, get their, they get so their you crown, know. They get their right. crown Vic on the fender, but man. That's exactly what yeah. happened to Adam. But he well, wasn't pit arrested. Is a, <laughs> pit is an acronym, right? Do you guys know what the acronym is? Oh, I shouldn't. Hold on. Let's see. Um, Not careful. Pol <laughs> <laughs> police intercept. Uh, police intercept trajectory. No, I don't know. What is it? It's pursuit intervention technique. Ah, so, there you uh, go. Look yeah. at like, see. Look yeah. at the brilliance we have on our show this weekend. <laughs> so it's it's a pursuit tactic by which a pursuing car can force a fleeing car to turn sideways abruptly, causing the driver to lose control and stop. So absolutely, exactly what happened to me. That sounds like you're reading Wikipedia <laughs> to me, buddy. Yeah, it sounds like a really good drive. That sounds like a racing driver excuse. Is that another thing that the Andretti's work on over Christmas? He's just showing he can read. Yeah, no. I, 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 if, I, if I'm gonna call out trivia, I got to make. Sure I get every word right. That's true. Now, more importantly, oh, go on. 
No, go ahead, please. Well, I said more importantly, um, where you're, where, well, first of all, here's the formal offer. Will you come and do MotoGP with us, please? Yes, absolutely. Right. 100%. Okay, yep. and with that in yep. mind, what did you think of the first three rounds? They've, it's been, I mean, amazing in all three classes, right? I mean, first, let's, let's do the lower classes with Moto3 and Moto2. You got, uh, you know, basically Dennis Foggia, who is, who's just, um, taking control of Moto3. Now, he had a formidable competitor today in, in Sergio Garcia, which yeah. I think that's going to be a year-long battle. I think we're going to see those two go tooth and nail. Well, um, I'm, I'm amazed that since season. he's given up golf, Sergio's so good on a motorcycle. Yeah, I know. He's phenomenal on, a, <laughs> on, on, a, on two wheels. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, why give up the stick and balls? And, and, you know, can ride a motorcycle. Two wheels, that's the only thing that's going to get you from that. And then on and Moto Two, you know, uh, Celestino Vietti is carrying those those VR forty six colors proud, and um, you know he is definitely uh, he's got control of Moto Two. He hasn't finished any worse than second, and uh, but right there, I mean, right there, uh, you know, is um, uh, and I'm trying to blank. Why am I drawing a blank on 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 our uh, and our winner today in Moto Two? Alish, Alish, uh, oh no! Sorry, Somkia uh, 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 Chantra. Somkia. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The, sorry, the tie, yeah. the tie rider. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, won, yeah. He, won, yeah. he won. He won last week in Indonesia. He's caught fire. Sorry, I, I apologize for drawing a blank. But yeah, Somkia's done a phenomenal job. Yeah. His personality. I mean, he's a, he's a star, a future star in the sport. So I, I tell you, through the first two classes, how deep it is. It shows us how exciting as a motorcycle fan we have it in store for us for the next couple decades to come. And then in the MotoGP, after today, yeah. with the phenomenal win by Aprilia and Alesh, I mean, God bless, they, they have earned that like time and time again. What, what a popular win that is. But they now have 12 riders on the grid on Sunday that have won MotoGP races. That's why. And, yeah, there's not another professional sport, a motorsport, that has that depth of field. Uh, going on in it. You know, we just talked about Vegas. I can't think anybody would put odds on the fourth round of the World Championship being led by Aprilia and KTM. Yeah, what you were saying when we went to dinner about that they've, you know, you said this is the first time they won in the Premier Class. Premier, I was like, first time they have, ever. They have a huge racing history. I was like, that can't be. And no, no. Like, they've got 54 titles, but all of the, they started as a motorcycle, they were a motor, moped company after the war, right? Yeah. yeah uh, okay. And they're now owned by Piaggio, the group. So they've got a lot more impulse, but it was only a small operation, smaller than Ducati, in fact. So they made mopeds. So they were known for one, two, five. Well, that's, that's what you want to be winning yeah. if you're selling mopeds. And, the, and yeah. they, won 52, they won 54 world titles, but they've never won at the highest level huh. a because they i mean they made the rs4 and there's tuano and a few others but that they, they they you know it's only since this project only began in 19, uh, 2015 so they've been at it six years now all um, right well well isn't uh, it a pretty that has the max biagi moped edition sure yeah huh. yeah how cool is that yeah <laughs> yep. all right guys well we need to get a few messages in here when we come back we'll continue to talk moto gp we are going to talk lots more formula one later in the show and what do you got, Johnny? Can he stay with us? Adam, can you stay yeah, with us through the break? Can... Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, All right, we got Adam Andretti. So we'll be back after a quick break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you want to know where the path to Formula One and Indy begins, it's three simple letters. VRD. VRD Racing of Atlanta, Georgia are dedicated to nurturing young, single-seater drivers on their quest to the pinnacle of motorsport. Having just wrapped up the team's championship title in 2021 in the F4 US Championship, they also have programs in FR Americas, the all-new USF Juniors, and the road to Indy. VRD is the perfect environment for success. To join the team, drop them a DM on Instagram at Velocity underscore RD. When you leave the Circuit of the Americas today, you need to go check out our friends at Iron Wolf Ranch and Distillery, just 40 minutes west of Weird in the beautiful Spicewood, Texas. They produce a wide variety of unique, award-winning spirits, including bourbon, whiskeys, gin, vodka, and rums. They're kid and dog-friendly with yard games and Crego's Pizza and Wings on site every weekend. Enjoy a full bar, tasting room, bottle purchases, and live music when you visit the ranch. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram, and always ask for Iron Wolf at your favorite bars and liquor stores across Texas. Iron Wolf Ranch and Distillery. Bold spirits, Texas attitude. Austin's Talk, 1370. This is Jeff Gordon, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back. What do you got, Johnny Green? Well, that just reminded me, Jeff Gordon. Yep. I had the real privilege of announcing last week with Ray Everingham, who really? nurtured yep. Jeff Gordon to three Winston Cup titles. There awesome. You go. What a nice man. What a nice man. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, quick snippet. You hear the music playing. Yep. The concerts have been announced for Formula One USGP. Ed Sheeran and Green Day. So, uh, hey, both great, great shows. One for me and one for my daughter. Exactly. Yeah. Green Day is definitely, I'm a fan. There you go. Ed Sheeran, I like that song. I know a few of his songs. Yeah, I do. You know, they... Sometimes they're kind of sad. If you come to the Formula One, you will have the time of your life. (laughs) Nicely played. All righty. You know what that song reminds me of? That was played the uh, as they were going out of the show, the final episode of Seinfeld. They were playing that song. Of course, as that was Seinfeld. what nineteen seventy three, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, okay. Actually, <laughs> I, I don't care how you joke that I'm old, but I know the dates. Started in eighty nine. I'm finished old in... and have been around the block. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, we have Mr. Adam Andretti on the line. He's not that old, and He's not. we're talking motorcycles. Uh, the, guy, the, the folks at Coderbert, we're talking about bringing Adam in to help in this. 
Andretti, he's a motorcycle expert. I said, heck, heck yeah. yeah, he's a motorcycle <laughs> expert. He knows more about bikes than you'll have. You've he's forgotten more than you are than you know. Yeah. So. And I uh, didn't know, but you, Aldo and Mario actually did used to ride motorcycles too, didn't they, Adam? Well, yeah, they had, they had a little, uh, you know, they had a little moped. Well, bicycles were the main, their main thing, right? You know, in Italy growing up, and uh, but no, they loved the, they loved the motorcycle riders. I mean, that there, there was, uh, you know, Agostini and and the gang. I mean, he, they were they were obviously very passionate about that. But it was it was a car racing that 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 grabbed a hold of them because. Um, car racing, you know, they're both dangerous, but motorcycles, you know, you were looked at as absolutely insane yeah. back then. And, and I mean, a lot of people still look at them that, that, that way today, but we, we, we tend to accept uh, insanity better than it was accepted back in those days. So, <laughs> Things are a little safer uh, though. <laughs> go, yeah, exactly. To go that route was, was, it was complete insanity. But, uh, I think, um, you know, honestly, it was, it was something I've always, always wanted to do. I, I always wanted to race bikes. And, uh, so I have a serious passion for all two wheel racing. I love supercross. I love MotoGP. I love Moto America. I love world Superbike. I just, uh, love ro- uh, road racing with the Isle of Man and, and all the other events that they have. And just, uh, it's just, to me, it's, it's, you're still seeing the pinnacle athletes in motorsports. It's still, there's still, don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of, I mean, obviously it's a, it's motorsport, so it's financially driven. But um, you have to be passionate about riding a motorcycle to the limit to put your life on the line, like you are when you're doing that. Yeah. So it's it's not just somebody looking for a hobby. Uh, you don't you don't see um, you don't see a lot of people that have business interests. You know, hiking their leg over a motorcycle and going right. That's a really good, good point. That's a really good point because yeah. it is still dangerous. I mean, we've seen, we've seen some deaths in motorcycle racing in the last few yeah. years, yeah. so it it does happen. Well, well, okay. Now he danced all around it. Adam, do you have two yeah. wheels in your garage? Of course I do. What do you got? I have a I have a little dirt bike. I have a well, it's a it's you know it's a, a dual sport, so it's a CRF two hundred and fifty L. Nice. There you go. Yeah, it's a perfect little bike, and it's it's great. It travels well, so uh, I love it. It's it's a it's a fantastic machine. It's a Honda, so you can drain the oil out of it and it'll still run. <laughs> yeah. Um, so unlike yeah. Just, unlike it, a rare differential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Not 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 too dislike it. Not not uh, too dislike it. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a you know two wheel sports are phenomenal, and I think it's a they're great family active activities, and and it's unlike four wheel sport. You know, when you've got two wheels, it's half the money. Uh, you know, to get started in it, you know, it's half the amount of money you spend on tires, half the amount of money you spend on the equipment. And, um, you just cut kind of everything in half right away. And, and, uh, now as you get up to MotoGP and formula one levels, when you start cutting $175 million and a half, it's still <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, you look at the, the, the teams, the, what the factory spend in MotoGP and, but, uh, again, you know, to, to that point, just what, what a beautiful weekend for Aprilia and, I'm a big Aprilia fan, like being Italian heritage, yeah, uh, everyone yeah. thinks I'm the Ducati guy, but I, I you know, I, I love Ducati and I have an appreciation for it, but me, I had an Aprilia in my garage at one point in my life. I had an RSV Me They Are. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, 19, yeah. and 1999, and that was uh, my, my the best road bike I've ever owned still, still to this day. So I'm a massive Aprilia fan, and, and uh, to see... First of all, the RSGP to me break, takes my breath away. I think it's the most beautiful bike in the paddock. I think it has been over the last couple three years. Um, you know, the Honda I think is the second most beautiful bike in the paddock this year, and the Honda never really catches my eye. But this 
this year's Honda is really a beautiful bike, but uh, that Aprilia, to see it in victory lane, and CLAs have the weekend he has, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, what, a, wow. what a weekend. Dominant. I mean, I think he, he was on top in every session. Yeah, amazing. And, and Yeah, just a phenomenal weekend for the guy. You love it for the guy. And have you guys been watching MotoGP Unlimited? Have you gotten through that series yet? No, I I grabbed the today. I looked it up and marked it where I would, you know, one of my favorites so I could watch it, but I haven't been watching it. Hey, uh, Adam, we have somebody asking a question on YouTube. And by the way, thanks, everybody, for watching on YouTube. Give us a like if you like it. And if you are here and you're not subscribed, give us a subscribe. But Adam, Thomas Steele says, will Cameron Bobier get a, a podium at Coda? Ooh. I think he's got a heck of a shot. I think when we start okay. getting to the tracks that Cameron's been to yeah. last year, and Coda especially, since now he knows what to expect out of a Moto2 bike there, yeah, I think um, I think he is making. Unfortunately, and, and I love the kid Joe Roberts, but I think he's making Joe regret that decision of leaving American racing every day because ever since Joe left there, it's been a struggle for that young American over there on the Ital Trans team. And, and this weekend was no different for him. And Cameron seemed to have it wasn't a great weekend, but his first time ever in Argentina. Mm. Uh, so another first for him. And it was a, it was a first for Joe too. I don't think Joe had been there either because they had not been there since 2019. I don't know if Joe was around in 2019. I have to check my notes. But anyway, um, that, that to me was, was an amazing run. I think Cameron did a, did a great job over the weekend and, again, keeping it clean. And, uh, yeah, I think we could get him uh, on the podium. I think, I think he could see top of the box at some point this year. Um, I don't, and I think Coda would be the perfect place for it. Yeah, Thanks ironically, we got three Americans, if you don't know. We got three Americans in uh, MotoGP, i.e. the Moto2 version of MotoGP. Uh, they are, of course, Joe Roberts, who's been around for a couple of years now and is very, very talented. Uh, but funnily enough, gr has grown up racing most of his career in Europe. He did do a couple of seasons in Super Sport in Moto America. But Bobier, absolutely, I've seen him win at Coda, and he has probably run Coda. Uh, four or five times and they tested there they used to do their preseason testing so cameron absolutely is a good bet for a really good result the other is sean dylan kelly um who was also raced coda so uh he's just brand new is kelly into this into the moto two and so you know he's not he's not getting anywhere near the likes of roberts and, and bobier but who are pretty much on even measures they both got points today um but uh yeah cheer them on uh they know this circuit this is a good chance for at least all three of them to be in the top 10 mm, that'd be awesome Hey, Jonathan, what about, uh, and you too, Adam, what about the track surface? Because the, the resurfacing that we had the gentleman on from Coda a couple months ago talked about a huge portion of Coda that's been resurfaced because of MotoGP last year, really. That was yeah. kind of the final straw, wasn't it? Well, that yeah, and it's interesting because I heard the, the commentators talking about, oh, well, next week we're going to be in the bumpy Austin circuit, and I'm like, not anymore, buddy, because we flattened 10, we flattened 2, and we have literally resurfaced most of the stadium section. Am I right? You tell me. Absolutely. Uh, quite a bit. It's been resurfaced. They've been doing track day events, and so there's a lot of rubber down. It's not going to be nearly as green as we often see of a track uh, having just been resurfaced. So it really is ready to go. Adam, you raced it in Trans Am, which is actually a pretty good, uh, yeah, a pretty good Dirk parallel in terms of what you're dealing with in a muscle car to, to what the, the the guys are. How bumpy was it for you last year? Oh, it, it was it was um, it was brutal. I'm not going to lie. It was it was a, but to me, I I like the characteristics that it made because. Uh, bumpy was the same for everybody, and and you <laughs> that's know what I, I, that's what Kevin Schwartz said. Yeah, 
And as, as much as I love, I, I love these heroes that, that hike their leg over the bike, they, uh, Coda was one of the least amount of wrecks of any circuit last year throughout the weekend. You can, you can look that up. And then, and then when you look at the place that has, that had the most accidents, the most in one corner, they're both the same track, and that's Le Mans. Turn two, I forget, it was like 26 MotoGP bikes went down. It was like 70-something huh. throughout the weekend of the three classes, and just turn two. But yet, Le Mans it still has the same turn two. Mm. It, it, they're not changing anything. They're not profiling anything differently. They just say, well, that's Le Mans. Well, this is Coda. And, but, <laughs> I mean, God bless Coda for, I, I appreciate uh, the powers that be at Coda for stepping up because otherwise we wouldn't have MotoGP there because they were threatening not to come back. But uh, God bless them for doing that because the, the two-wheel show here is the best. But I'm with Johnny Green. I don't think the two-wheel rodeo or the, the rodeo is going to be in town again. I think it's going to be a great uh, awakening for all the riders. And, and you know, where, the, where that, uh, I think, where Alicia Spargro probably wasn't going to be real happy coming to Coda. I think once he get here, he's going to be really happy because he did mm. not have. He's coming in here as a point leader this year. But I tell you what, you look at his performance last fall when they were when they were at Circuit of the Americas, and he was not a happy camper. I tell you what I like about what I'm looking at here, looking at the championship points, is the fact that this is the most. I mean, and and Marquez has played a part on that. I want to talk about that after this break. Uh, but, but we got, we got to talk about Mark, but because of his record, obviously, and will he, won't he? Um, yeah. But it's so wide open. Bastianini, Binder, Espargaro, Rins, Quattararo, Juan Mir, all. Grand Prix winners, some world champions. Zarco in there. He's another world champion from 250. I mean, there's so many people capable of winning, and the championship's wide open, especially with Marquez out. All right, let's 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 get a break in, and we'll talk about... I want, I'm interested in this show to talk about where the uh, Americans are in the standings right now in Moto2. All right, you listen to Speed City. We're live in Austin, Texas. More MotoGP and more Formula One discussion coming up after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey guys, we are very excited to welcome our new sponsor, Allstop Brewery, to Speed City. These guys make a fantastic beer, and I'm going to let Jonathan talk about it, but I'm going to tell you about it. When I tasted it, I am not a big beer aficionado. I like a nice cold beer, but I'm always worried about a craft beer or a new beer that it's going to have a funky taste, especially aftertaste. This beer was fantastic. I have absolutely no... 
no qualms at all that this is my new favorite beer. But, Jonathan, you know why. What makes it so special, the water and the recipe? Well, yeah. I mean, these guys have done their research and do it right. And they've even imported the right water to do it right. I mean, it, it, I tell you, this Allstad beer, fantastic. And I'm, uh, you know, most Europeans are snobs about their beer. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm definitely one of those. Because, You're definitely a snob? Yes, okay. about my beer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because there's no question, carbonation has always been my issue here in the States. It's overcarbonated. And our lagers, our pilsners and lagers in Europe, um, uh, especially German ones, are not that heavily carbonated. And that's a key thing. And that's the first thing that uh, hit me was just how well they've done the beer. Uh, it's based out of Fredericksburg. It's, uh, it's got a great tie-in because, obviously, Fredericksburg, a German town, and now they've got a Texas German beer, and it's cracking. Yeah, and the uh, the facility out there, it's amazing. They've, they've really done it right. It's really fantastic. So so check it out. You can get it at all the local HEBs and everything else, right? Yep. Uh, it's around all around Texas. You can get it. Uh, they sell it in... Uh, uh, on on the shelf there as a Texas beer, but uh, I'll tell you what, you're in, right back in Germany when you drink it. And it's Altstadt Beer, A-L-T-S-T-A-D-T, beer.com. Altstadt Beer, A-L-T-S-T-A-D-T, beer.com. Austin's Talk 1370. You are listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back. We have our guest Adam Andretti on the line. We're talking MotoGP right now. We got some Formula One discussion coming up momentarily, but I wanted to reiterate what we're going to be doing for MotoGP radio broadcast wise. The race, the MotoGP race is at 1 p.m. Austin time on Sunday, and we're going to go live at 12:30. Have a half hour pre show here on Talk 1370. And then we're going to have a one-hour post-show, and so we'll be on uh, from 2 to 3 for that. So, yeah, 12.30 to 3 on Sunday right here on Talk 1370, and you can catch it on the Internet. They have a stream. We'll have all the links out on our social media. Uh, where were we? Je- Jonathan, you got something? I, I got a question for Adam. Willie won't he? Mark Marquez, the king of Cota. Uh, Adam, you've just come off an injury yourself. Uh, self-inflicted, I may add. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we, we won't talk about that. No. Um, but uh, well, he was on Mark. one. He, the trouble was, he wasn't on four wheels or two wheels. He was, he was on, on one, one wheel. wheel. Well, yeah, that's a problem right there. Okay, when you get here, we're going to tell you the story of Jonathan Turtle Racing with oh, Lee. Oh no, no, don't don't tell Andretti about that. <laughs> Adam, um, Willie won't he? Mark Marquez has totally dominated proceedings at Coda over the last decade. Will he do it again? Will he come back and race? If he shows up, I think it's his. I mean, I, I think it's that everyone chases him. He's special there. He, he knows he's special there. He's, he's got a, the right kind of confidence. Um, I don't see the signs that he's going to make it. Uh, the, the, what I mean by the signs is I haven't heard anything about him uh, getting back on a bike. Now, the last time he suffered this double vision, this, this dilopia, he was back on a bike, and, and, and they had him on bikes you know, a good week before um, they actually had him on a MotoGP bike and they had him on first on the training bike and then they had him on the, 
on the street version, the RSV, uh, uh, excuse me, the RCV, the RC213V um, street version of that, and and I haven't seen any of that yet. So, but I I I, I hope he's here, you know, because he brings so much energy to the paddock. It brings another feared person, and and when he's when he lines up on grid, and that's the only reason mm. I didn't say thirteen. When he lines up on grid, it'll be thirteen. MotoGP winners on Ugh, that grid, and wow. and, uh, and and that's that's absolutely phenomenal and, and incredible, and and speaks volumes to the sport and where it's at and the depth of it. So, uh, yeah, I hope so. And and um, you know, Valentino Rossi, if you want to swing over to cars, he started. Yeah. he did the, thir- the the three hours of Imola today, and he missed his pit stop. Had, had had to hand over the car and, and botched the pit stop. Yep, drove right by the pits and ended up seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's driving, and I, that that was actually his first professional. As you know, he's running a team in uh, or two teams now in MotoGP. But he has now finally started professionally his uh, uh, four wheel career. So we we we'll hope give him to, a break. For... We we hope to get him in Trans Am as soon as we can, don't we, Adam? <laughs> oh, it'd be brilliant! Oh my goodness, can you imagine having the doctor in Trans Am? There's a lot of power, Adam. <laughs> hey, go back yeah, to Marquez, oh, making me oh. happy. <laughs> making me very oh, happy. Man, love it. Going back to yeah, Mark he Marquez, would be, he would be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so Marquez only missed the one, what was it, 19? Because we didn't have it in, in That's right. 20 because of COVID. And 19 is when he slipped down there and turned 12 or turned That's 11. Right. Yep. But every other time he's been to Cody, he's won, right? Yep. Wow. Amazing. And remember, he right. was one of the ones that high sided off of 18 when uh, they had that bump there. Don't you remember he also f- f- almost missed qualifying when he had to run back and get yeah. his second bike? Yeah. Literally run about Still a put thousand it on feet. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I would sorely miss him, but it has opened up this year's championship. I mean, you name who's going to win the title. I bet you can't. Nobody can. Adam, who do yeah. you think is going to win the title? I, you know, honestly, I think I think Aleish and, and Aprilia, if they can stay on this form. So here's what I saw this weekend in Argentina. Go on. They, were, they found something. They found something in Indonesia. They were not shy about it. Maverick even talked about it. And whatever they found there, it translated over to Argentina and just built their confidence. I saw an Alicia Spargaro inside that paddock that was incredibly relaxed. Now, you, mm. I don't want to spoiler alert for MotoGP Unlimited, but the only spoiler alert I'll give you is if you think you love Alicia now, you're only going to love him more after the first couple episodes of that because it shows you what kind of person he is and what kind of passion he has for what he does and yeah. and and what he pulls out of his yeah. Out of the group there, out of Aprilia. And like you said, Jonathan, and, and so wise beyond your years on Aprilia's history, but yeah, Aprilia is uh, tiny. If you, I mean, it is such a small operation of people. You wouldn't even believe yeah. that this little building and this little group of people puts out the motorcycles that they put out. And the same people that build the street bikes build the race bikes. It's, a, it's an yeah. awesome touch. I mean, it, it really is. That's a, that's why I love my RSV Mille R so much, and that's why one day, uh, hopefully in the near future, I will have another Aprilia sitting up on the on the on the kickstand. Yeah, when you look at an Aprilia, although they're a production bike, it looks as though it's been handmade for you. Ding ding ding! Literally, ding, ding. that's it's almost a piece yeah. of art. It, I mean, it really is something quite special. Um, yeah, no question about it. Um, yeah, Ross, I, I just want to. Get, what do you think? What do you what are, what do you reckon to Rossi going four wheels? Where do you, where do you think he's going to end up? Who knows? I mean, for him, I think just 
just hit the big endurance races if I was him. You know, I, I would be, I would focus on on getting the you know twenty four hours of the Nurburgring and and the twelve hours of Spa and the twenty four hours of Le Mans and the twenty four hours of Daytona and the twelve hours of Sebring and and knock those ones out the big endurance hits and then um, you know see where you go from there. But the guy. Honestly, his, his, the world is his oyster in four wheels. I mean, I think anything but Formula One, someone would give him a shot at. Yeah. And, um, and I think even in Formula One, who knew? But I think the super license deal would be so difficult at this point in his age by the time he would qualify for that. Uh, I, I think he would probably lose interest or those behind him would. But, you know, IndyCar would take him. I, I, everyone, it's Valentino oh, Rossi. Yeah. No one would say no <laughs> to do anything, yeah. That's a that's funny. Does IndyCar? I mean, yeah. he, I don't. You know, it's pretty skilled at that level, but still, that'd be fun. Do you know how much of an I'm impact? Not saying, I'm not saying he'd be at the pointy end of IndyCar. I'm yeah. saying that if Indy, if he wanted to go do IndyCar, he could. Yeah, he could. I, mean, I think IndyCar anybody would take him. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. They? absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, a drop of the hat. Wait, you got who? Yeah, yeah exactly. Sponsorship. Yeah. I'm in. You know. Exactly. By the by the way, just the impact that man has had. Uh, there was a complete grandstand dedicated to the forty six today in Argentina, and he wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's pretty special. Yeah, my man for the year. Hang on, I'll just tell you who my man for the year is: Jorge Martin. Oh, yeah. okay, that's who you're saying. Gonna he's had a, he's had a he's tenth in the championship, and he's had a couple of spills. He fell in the rain in Indonesia, but he's he's had three front row starts. And bar and a, a brilliant display by Elise, she would have won today too. Mm. He's one of the guys that came up through the Red Bull Rookie Series. Was yep. uh, the first time we met him here at Coda. He's and got a so, connection here, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's got uh, some in-law outlaws here, and so uh, in-law outlaws, Texas in-law outlaws. I, don't know. Outlaws. I like it. I don't know. You know, I know. Hey, where, uh, so, yeah. speaking of where people are in the standings, I want to get this in. Joe Roberts and Cameron Bobier are at 11 and 12. Yeah. Just outside the top 10. So, Not bad. Hey, podiums here could easily happen. You know, there is such a thing as home field advantage. For oh, sure. yeah. Well, certainly for Bobier, yeah. All right. So before we move on from MotoGP, we're going to go to a break. Before we do that, I want to try to get some picks for this weekend for Coda. Uh, let's let Adam go last. Johnny Green, who do oh, you hey, say? Oh, hey, Marty. All right. Les Kaiser. I was going to say the same. Uh, Maybe Quartararo. You know Kevin's going to go for Renz. Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to say Brad Binder. All right, the South African oh, wonder nice. kid. Yep. What about you, Adam? He's gone. I tell you, I, I'm going <laughs> to stick with the momentum on, on Alaysia Spargaro. I think Alaysia right. is going to come in with the momentum, and, and I, I say Alaysia and, and his brother Paul will be one too. And I'm going to put Jorge Martinez as third. Wow. Nice. How much time we got? Uh, we'll get a couple minutes for the uh, break. I just want to ask Adam. Adam, I know this has nothing to do with you, but you do know Uncle Mario and you do know Cousin Michael. Are they serious about this F1 thing? Hold we it. think so. Wait a minute. Let's go to the break. That's the best. That's oh, not a short answer. No. <laughs> That's the best tease I've ever heard. So we're going to go to the break and let Adam answer that <laughs> after the break. All right. Listening to Speed City Live from Austin, Texas. Back after this. Watch it. 
Nation USA, catering to the sport bike enthusiast looking for truly unique parts and accessories. Stand out from the crowd. Motivation is the exclusive North American distributor for SC Project MotoGP inspired exhausts and the largest Rizoma retailer in the United States. Get the best parts from around the world at the best prices with fast shipping and a knowledgeable staff ready to help. Shop online 24-7 at MotivationUSA.com. That's MotivationUSA.com. Winding Road Racing is a leading provider of road racing and performance equipment at each of our locations in Texas, California, Georgia, and Kentucky. But we know some racers want that same high-quality gear, customer service, and pricing without leaving home. Check out the online store at windingroadracing.com. It's got all the same high-quality brands you've come to know us for. Alpine Stars, Stilo Helmets, Chill Out, and AIM Data Systems, all available at great prices and delivered directly to you with free shipping. Log on now, windingroadracing.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello to everyone, this is Gunter Steiner, this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, we're going to talk some Formula One now, and we're going to go back to the question, and you're going to ask it again, Jonathan, but let's talk about all of our Formula One coverage. I just want to thank Gunter for for his fine blossom language that has got us so many hits. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) so speaking of our F1 coverage, we have our pre- and post-race show that are on national radio. You have to go to our website to find out where, because we're not on national radio right now. And we also have a new show that we do with Chris Medland on Wednesdays. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Austin time. Go to our website for that. Just too. started, yeah. Yeah, it's called Wheel to Wheel. You can look that up. Yeah, we just started. We've had and it's two fascinating. shows. fascinating. It really is an insight. Talking to Medlin uh, and, and getting the insight from the paddock. Yeah, and if awesome. you don't know who Chris Medlin is, he is probably the one of the most respected, if not the most, F1 journalist yeah. right now because he travels to every race. And he's been he's on our pre and post race show. He also writes and, for Racer magazine. Yeah, writes for Racer, writes Brilliant. for Motorsport, writes for F1.com. And he and for the races, he has a rig that he walks around with a microphone and a cell connection. And he gets everybody live on the grid, both before yeah, and after the race. He's not got Lindsey Vaughn, though. Has well, he never got, like, he's no less Kaiser, but <laughs> anyway, it's... it's Vaughn our... coming by, American Skier. Hey, Lindsey. <laughs> Hell of an interview. That was one of your longest interviews ever. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got all that. Uh, where was I going? I had something else, and you made me completely That's throw great. it out. Nice work, Casey. Uh, anyway, go back and ask Adam your question again. Adam. We've heard a lot about Andretti. We had Mario, thanks to you, appreciating uh, a fantastic South by Southwest uh, chat with him. I, I still think a lot of people are dubious, given the Alfa Romeo thing and everything that's happened, but you're going to tell me different. Michael is a serious, serious businessman, is he not? 100%. Yeah, he, he, this is not a, ever a joke for him. This uh, Andretti Autosport has been a passion project for him, and and he he's taken on ownership of a of a race team with, I would argue more uh, more ferociously than he has, you know, in, in his driving career. And and he was yeah. he was a ferocious driver. I mean, he he came he went after it, and um and I think he's he's that much more passionate as an owner. So, uh yeah, when when they're sitting there talking, it's not just to hear themselves talk. There's there's something behind it, and there's some merit behind it, and. And uh, I, I'm anxious to hear because, uh, you know, a majority of what I'm going to hear is, is not going to be until announcements are made. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm just as anxious as everyone else is to see 
how this evolves and develops and and uh because I think Andretti Global and and you know putting the name in, in Formula One is and, and and the time is right, you know, with the uh budget cap the way that it is and and um you know, some of the share components and things of that sort for uh I think for new owners to come in. So, you know, I think Michael could also uh, hopefully snowball some mm. other, you know, new entities to come into the sport and, and to be more competitive than what a new entity used to be. And um, so I I think the opportunity is there, and and I, I know I wish them all the best, and, and my hopes and prayers are with them that they get uh, exactly what they're looking for out of this. Yeah, and my hope, and you'll, I'm sure you can add to this, but the idea of Mario... Uh, he's getting on in years, but to him to show up at Monza in front of his people that he grew, you know, where he grew up with his name on the side of the car, that'll be special for him and the Italian fans. And you know what? Watching Mario at our South by Southwest deal and watching Michael on those videos where he he did for uh, that organization last year, those guys have a ton of fire in the belly, what I would call. I mean, Obviously, Mario, you have to yeah. to race at the level he did, but he still got it at eighty whatever years old, eighty two years old, or whatever yeah. he is. But, but, but Michael, my favorite. That's all I've said it many times. But when you tell him that he's not going to be able to do it, when Alpha Romeo told him yeah, that, yeah. he was like, "Oh, we're not done with this." Yeah, yeah. And I believe what Adam just said very strongly is that they they don't just say stuff. Yeah, they are doers. They are not just talkers. But Adam, and, don't you think it'll be full circle for Mario, especially? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I know that that it's uh, it's it's another thing that just keeps you going, you know, keeps you excited and and keeps your drive alive. And and uh, he's got a plan, you know. My my uncle Mario stays very motivated, and that's uh, it, it's it's a blessing to be to to have those that blood run through your veins because you get to witness. I tell people all the time. I say, you want to learn how to live your life? Just watch that man for a few hours. And he'll teach you how to live. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's to the it's to the absolute fullest, and and um and yeah, he he, you know, he lives a very blessed life. He he's very humble about it, and and um yeah, I I I tell people all the time. I said I have a great family, but not not for the reasons that most people think, because they see the achievements and 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 all the things that go along with that. But really, it's honestly they're just uh, an, uh, an amazing group of people and, and they're just incredibly driven. And, and like you guys just said, don't tell them no. I mean, not if you don't want them to do it because it's just going <laughs> to make the fire grow. It just adds fuel to it. So, and, 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 you know, that deal, the way it happened with Alfa Romeo, I think it just made uh, Michael hungrier and wanted more. And it made the group, uh, the financial group hungrier and wanted more. And um, and who knows? Maybe maybe they'll regret ever having you know said that because who know you never know what the future will hold and and um, and you might not want them as a competitors is what I'm saying. I love it that not only did <laughs> Alfa Romeo say no, but so did Toto Wolf and Christian Horner started talking a little smack like Haas that. said no. Yeah, well I said no. That's true, but. Everybody's going, you know, do we need another team? Do there's you know all this stuff about there's no invitation going on right now. How about this then for the full for the full history lesson? The race in 1982 at Caesar's Palace, pole position was a certain Alain Prost with a Renault engine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. As yeah. we know that that name has has been and, leaked as the Andretti power unit partner. 
Well, and and the sport needs more teams. Always, I don't I don't care where you're at in the sport. Uh, you you should never you should never deny an entry of a team. Now, I grant it. You should bet them and make sure it's serious, and you don't want someone coming in and out and blowing in and out. Adam, sport. Adam, <laughs> vet, yeah. you're going to vet the Andretti team and i'm not i'm not saying that to you obviously but it's like really christian horner really total wolf you're doubting an an, an american andretti formula one effort hello is all i can say to that because yeah. the american well, it, sponsors it, it, the, everything well it's flattering to have the the, the two team principles that you know have, <laughs> have won the last uh, world championships uh, you know all the world championships over the last decade plus um, it's flattering to have them so threatened by <laughs> exactly by, exactly. by this. So um, you know, I I think it, I think if they kept them out, you know, were, were quiet about the whole thing and never said a word, and um, that that certainly wouldn't have as, as much impact. But you know, it, it it makes you feel kind of good that um, that they're out there and 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 barking a little bit because it means that they're they're nervous, which is which is good. They should be. There you go. There you three go. races well, and two teams. That's going to rock. I th- well, three teams, if you look at it. Yeah, yeah. Williams well, as well. Yeah. Yeah, right. By crazy. the way, Williams won the race. I just think Andretti's going to wind up, you know, coming <laughs> in, you know, not Will Smith style, but they're going to come in and shake up the place on track. <laughs> you going to slap somebody? <laughs> oh, my god! They're going to take it to the track and show we're not, it. We're, I'm not going to dignify that <laughs> performance <laughs> with a, with any discussion. You're quite so, right. Adam, Andretti, I want to ask you, I want to shift gears, and I want to talk about Formula One 2022 cars, Ooh, aerodynamics, yeah. DRS, passing, following, passing again. What do you think about what's going on in Formula One right now? I, I think uh, we're just seeing the beginning of this new package. So if they're doing this good with it already, once once the teams that were surprised haven't got it figured out just quite yet, you know, with the porpoising and and the ground and and the effect of the floor and how the floor is going to mm. to change, you know, when you're pulling the majority of your downforce from the floor, it's it's obviously what we're witnessing are a lot of these teams suffering the porpoising effect. that's become you know the the new mainstream term in Formula One amongst the fans and all, but uh, porpoising is nothing new to anybody. Seems a bit fishy to following. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems fishy, but uh, it's nothing new compared to, to people that have been around. You know, high downforce cars for a long time saw it and and IMSA GTP. But I I I, I forget who made the point that um, I don't think it's a coincidence that the car that's got the best attitude out there is Adrian Newey's Red Bull, mm-hmm. and Adrian was the probably arguably the only designer that had success during the ground effects there. The last ground effect there of Formula One, and good, he was that's in the ground a good effect point, yeah. of IndyCar. That's a really good point. Yeah, I forgot he did an IndyCar before that, yeah. It's a very yeah. good point. So so I think um, I don't think that's a, that's a coincidence. Plus, Ferrari obviously has a lot of notes, and Ferrari has not struggled. They, had, they have a lot of notes from the ground effects era. Um, I, I honestly look for Williams to come out of the box a little bit stronger than they mm-hmm. did because of, of how strong they were. Uh, yeah. During the ground effects era, and and McLaren, I wasn't expecting McLaren to have their struggles uh, that they've been experiencing. Uh, quite honestly, so I think um, you know there's been a couple of shocks in that aspect. It's exciting to see that Ferrari speed is real because when Ferrari speed is real, Formula One gets. I mean, the, the growth of the sport is is so good, and so strong, and it's so good for the sport. And, and I love the dynamic duo they have there, and Charles and Carlos. I think it's a, a, a very very good group and. 
and uh, Checo and, and, and Max, they're, they're right there for the pouncing, and, and that car's acting very, very well. So um, I think it's going to be another, another very exciting season in Formula One. All righty. Well, uh, in another couple of seasons, there's a new name coming to the grid, is the rumors as of this week. Last week, it was teased that Porsche, Audi, and VW will come to the grid. We also know that uh, Porsche was involved in some of the power unit specification uh, specs that were developed a couple of years mm-hmm. ago yeah. for the future F1. Rumor has it, as of this past week, that they're coming to the grid and that they are already discussing relationships with Red Bull. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. So That's hopefully exciting. this week we will. Uh, hopefully this week there'll be a little little bit more to that. Speaking of Porsche, I'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the show, um, Roof Automobiles of Germany. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, I'm trying to get some parts for my car. <laughs> my car. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a desperate effort there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, You've only got a roof. Uh, you, got... you need a lot of parts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Overhead on that car is something else. Yeah. I said I could get a roof. I mean, if, so is that how you say I got a Porsche? Is that you got the roof of one? You got the roof, and then you're working it from there, the top down. I see. There's a lot of overhead in that roof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, we've just got about two minutes left. Um, let's see. We had a couple stories in here. Uh, oh, I know. This is a good one. Uh, hey, produ- Casey, can you put up a graphic? It's in our show doc notes. And it's a graphic of all the states that have hosted a Formula One Grand Prix. And we probably got time to... Uh, I'll, I'm going to run through it and pause them, but let's see. Watkins Glen. Yep, here we go. New York so State. Oh, now they're playing a commercial. I was it was a little a little video on Twitter because I can't do it off the top of my head, but here we go. All right. So Florida, 1959. Ah, yeah, Sebring. And now 2023. And then California. It was Long, Long Beach. Yep, 1960 and 1976 yep. to 1983. Yep. And then next on their list was New York, like you said, Watkins Glen. Glen. Yeah. That, that was, was a the biggest time. Yeah. That was the What's longest that, Adam? Time. No, I was just agreeing. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Watkins in New York. Indiana will be on there. Yeah. In fact, next on this list was Nevada, though, 1981 82. There uh, were some not so great. Alan, Alan Jones, Michaeli Alberetti. Yep. And uh, then, of course, Arizona. Uh, Arizona's on that list. Michigan, 82 to 88. Where? Michigan. Um, the Detroit. Detroit. Oh, streets of Detroit. Yep. Yeah. Dallas, 84. Yeah. Dallas, 84 was the next one on this list. My yep. dad went to that one. Yeah. Arizona, we mentioned that, 89 And, and to it was so hot, the, the track melted, and Mansell had to push that's his car right. to the finish. Um, I'm, that's, right. that's the other good news, is they're going to do the Vegas race in November when it will be cooler. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about the date. It's, they said either the second or the third weekend, so the weekend before Thanksgiving was the latest. So we yeah. got probably Mexico first weekend in November. Oh, I like that. So you cut, you, so you, you come back to your family for forgiveness after two weeks in Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> uh, then Indianapolis, we talked about that, and that's all of them. We covered them all. All right, guys, well, we are out of time. Adam Andretti, thank you so much. We can't wait to see you this weekend for MotoGP. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate everybody for tuning in on live on YouTube and all that. And thanks, everybody, who listens and downloads on uh, podcasts. And thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next Sunday at MotoGP. Ciao, y'all. Happy trail. Travel safe, buddy.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 